Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, I suppose, bonus episode of The Brothers Take. It is just me, Eric, today. Uh, the other two could not join this particular bonus episode because this is a full non-spoiler review of God of War Ragnarok, which I have recently completed and platinumed, which is very rare for me. To be honest, I play a lot of games, but never do I platinum them. And this thing... I just had to platinum. So, if you're first-time viewer, you can uh, follow us on YouTube. Um, just ring the notification bell, click subscribe, do that. It, smash the like button, you know, all that YouTube stuff. You know, if you're wanting to see more content, if you like what you're seeing. But if you're more of an audio listener, then you can follow us on any of the, any of the audio-based sites. We're on all of them. We're on all of them. And if you want to touch base with us, maybe you want to leave your review of God of War Ragnarok um, or just leave an opinion of your own, whatever you're into. You can touch base with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Now, without further ado, let's get into this. Oh, where, where to begin? Where to start with this masterpiece, in my opinion? Masterpiece of a game. It's a pity, really, right? Because me, Chris, and Adam, we we did a full conversation uh, of of looking at the the game awards and all the games that they had announced. And and God of War Ragnarok was in a good few of the best narrative, best score, game of the year. Um, and it was quite unfortunate, really. Uh, I think Chris may have cleared it. I'm not one hundred percent sure, but either way, it's quite unfortunate. Because just after we talked about that, I then went on and pretty much cleared the game. And I was just very like, we were all kind of talking about how the score was, was good, but it wasn't amazing. It wasn't amazing. It didn't grasp us. It was good, though. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was, it was, we couldn't fault it, but it was somewhat pretty much a lot of the same, just kind of slightly rejigged. And then just after that, I play the third act. Oh, Chef's Kiss. The music was so fucking good. So good. Ridiculously good. Just just ramped up. It was like, yeah, there's there's the music, it's fine, and all of a sudden it's just the whole orchestra is just here. And I know there's an orchestra, obviously, the whole thing, but wow, it just ramped up. It got so good. I was nearly tears in my eyes. I was laughing with such joy. Listening to this music and, and playing this this third act and uh, even narrative, the narrative were like the narrative's good, but there was I think Chris was may have said something about you know a bit of padding onto it didn't we? And you get the third act, oh my god, the narrative just ramps up, just so this is this is pretty much a non-spoiler review. It's the third act, it's so fucking good. So I was like just. Afterwards, I was like, "This is this is my game of the year, absolutely. If it does not win it, I will be a little butthurt because I don't really usually care about what wins what awards. To be honest, unless I'm like that game really didn't deserve to win that. I I don't I don't care. I don't understand. But most of the times I don't because I I would I would usually assume that." For whatever reason, it won it. It deserved it. Um, I would never really call myself in any way an expert on these sort of matters of what deserves to win an award. Um, 
but this is this is something that should get those awards of best score, best narrative, and best best uh well best game game of the year. Uh, because I I think as well as we were talking about, I was talking about how I I talked about how well this is like over twenty hours campaign. It's a long campaign. I think it, to platinum it, it took me over forty hours to platinum it. It's quite a long, meaty game. But to me, it, it it never truly felt like, oh, go back here, now go back there, now go back here. And you're like, wow, I'm really doing a lot of back and forth. Or it never really felt like there's just a whole lot of nothing happening. I was like, this is actually a really long, unnecessarily long mission. Like everything felt quite justified for your reasoning to go somewhere. Uh, that's what I felt. Now, is there areas that they could could have tidied up script wise, or is there areas where they could have kind of shortened it down or kind of cleaned it up a bit in its sort of editing or pacing? Absolutely, absolutely. It's not a ten out of ten game. You know, there's definitely things that they could have sort of cleaned up. Um, if if you've played and cleared the game, you could probably yourself point at things where it's like that seemed like a unnecessary interaction you could have put that just five seconds earlier and it would have been fine um but even at that like the reasons to go in all the realms even if you go back to the realm it doesn't feel so really let's go back there it makes sense you're like honestly at points i was like i know i'm gonna have to go back there and i know why i have to go back there and then yes it turns out i'm going back to that place for the exact reason I thought I was going to. And it still works. It's like, yes, it worked. It never felt dragged out. Like, here's... Because to me, honestly, now at the age I'm getting at, I hear a game is 40 hours long, 50 hours long, 60 hours long. It's like, I don't have the time for that. I do not have the time for that. I am actually less interested now because you've just told me that game is over two... is nearly two days long which is mental. Uh, but this game it did not feel like it. I'd play it and then I would dream about it. Like I just, I could not get enough of this game. I think when I cleared it, I went on the Netflix or Amazon Prime even. I just any other sites to see, is there like a Norse movie or show I could watch? And I was like, no, there isn't. Well, there is. It's just, it's not God of War. So more of that. So that would bring me to like probably my biggest issue. Is that this could be two games? They could have split this into two games. Now, I don't know if this truly is the end. There's so much to Norse mythology. They could do more. I don't know if they will. Um, I would love if they did. I don't know if they will. Um, I don't know where they're gonna go next with it if this is the end of it all or, or if they're gonna if they're gonna um if, if if they've ended it here or if they're gonna keep going I don't I don't know what direction they're going in now. But I love they did. I I love Norse mythology. I love Greek mythology. I love the mythologies of the worlds. Uh so fascinating. Such fascinating tales, such fascinating characters and their approach to staying relatively true to the the mythology and the stories but tweaking it ever so slightly so it fits 
their world and their story, but still making some form of reference. Like they might have a story and they apply it to kind of someone else. So it fits their story, but it's still uh, an example would be if you've played 2018 version, uh, which is sort of the first within the Norse saga, Norse story, where they, they give the story of Frigg to Freya. So Frigg was, was uh, Odin's wife, the, the mother of Thor and Balder, and, and uh, maybe a few others. But this time decided, no, Freya is actually going to replace Frigg. And so now Freya is actually the son of Balder, and she made Balder uh, immortal and impenetrable to all things except for Mistletoe. And so even just that, it's like, it's yes, it, it's, it's, it's a different character, but it's still staying quite true to the mythology. And then by having Balder being impenetrable to everything, then they decided to play that on his mind. Like he actually went crazy because nothing could hurt him. So nothing really mattered anymore. I thought that was so, such a cool idea. And they do that a lot with a lot of the characters is getting these particular concepts that are described within Norse mythology and then ramping them up. You know, Thor is a he's a, he's a man who's fond of the, of the drink in Norse mythology. And so they play on that a little bit within it. They, they kind of hint at that a bit. It's nice moments and stuff. And it's just, just the narrative playing out. And the performances really make this narrative special. The performances and the, the character evolution. And it definitely, it's mocapped. It's definitely mocapped. The subtleties in the people's eyes. Oh my god. It's so beautiful. And the world's beautiful. The lighting is beautiful. Going through the nine realms. Seeing them. All of them. Uh, it's just wonderful. And just the 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 evolution of of the the kind of races and how the races might the architectural design pretty much is what I'm getting at of four of these these nine realms that you can really clearly see a difference and a thought being put into them. Um yeah. Oh my god. It's I I don't think there's there's enough words in the dictionary to describe my love for this because of just totally and utterly what they captured. They managed to pull off. Again, I, I for me, I would love for this to be two games. I'd love for this to be two games. Could easily be two games. But I'm also not giving out because if it was two games, it means I'd, I'd have to wait longer <laughs> to get to get the full story. So I also love the fact that I have the whole thing. I can just write down, go down, play the 2018 God of War, play through the whole thing straight away, then go straight out to Ragnarok, play all of Ragnarok. Just get that full, beautiful Norse mythology. And the music as well. I've said it. I've already said the music is good, but the music is good. The music is good with then the beautiful performances just really heightening up the whole thing. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. There's very few flaws I can actually have with this thing. There are flaws. And if people have 
problems with it. Maybe that yeah, again, like like uh, might have problems with pacing. Might have problems with they might think about looking, playing the whole thing, thinking themselves this could have been shortened down. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. You're wrong. That's fair enough. Whatever you're into, you can be wrong. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, you know, obviously, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Some people love not those type of things, but for me, this is my game of the year. 100%. I played some good games this year. That is my game of the year because it's just excellently well-crafted. You can tell love was put into this, and I love to see that nowadays in music, TV shows, movies, video games, when you can tell that there was a love put into the craft and that something wasn't being made simply to get money. Now, obviously, all these things are being made, and at the end of the day, it is to get money. Like, you know, you, you buy an album, you know, the person made the album to get money, but when you can tell that the person made the album specifically so that because they wanted to, because there's a message there that they want to convey, that they want to get out, and this also has that. And that's the one thing I love about the Norse God of War. And you look at the Greek, it's quite Kratos is quite young and immature and selfish and and now you're seeing this much more older, wiser character. You know, that he uses his brutality as a means of defense, while in the original he used it as a means to get what he wanted. So just the evolution of the of the character as well as the evolution of Atreus, the evolution of all the characters in this story is excellent. Absolutely excellent. Game of the year for me. I've said that probably too many times. Probably boring us, but how many times I'm saying I love this game. But yeah, it's my game of the year. Thanks for joining me. Um, yeah, again, we'll probably do a lot more of these bonus episodes as time goes on. We'll definitely be doing an episode on this at some point when the other two have cleared it. Uh, we'll definitely do uh, uh, more episodes. An episode on after Game of the Year awards, after the game. Yeah, Game of the Year awards. We'll do plenty more episodes. So if you enjoyed this and if you want to see the other two talking and chatting, because they do that, they, they talk, uh, then absolutely smash that like button, click that subscribe button, ring that notification bell. Come chat to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you're not arse looking at YouTube, then of course, we're on all the audio platforms. So come, please join us. You are absolutely more than welcome. Tell you.